Um, so I do recall in the last episode, you ladies were talking about losing your virginity. <laughs> and so, yeah, there is this whole, the first time you had sex, but what I really want to know is when's the first time you had an orgasm? The first time we had an, we had an orgasm. Yeah, you actually remember that because no. I guarantee you. Ain't nobody having an orgasm the first time. No. <laughs> I kind of did in a way. It was good. You had an orgasm the first time? Were you dating a dude 6'3"? He black and Jamaican and got a big <laughs> dick? Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Unapologetically She. uh, We're on episode 33, season two, episode 16. And guess who's back? Hi. Oh, my God, I'm back. (laughs) You know how when um, Natty uh, or Celie saw Natty, like, years later? (laughs) I come back, I'm back. Um, that's how that's how we feel like well of course you're natty so i'm happy to be back i you know i had sick breaks scheduling issues life she got crazy but i'm back we are so glad you're back i mean we shantae and i were just saying last week it's a good show but it just doesn't click the same without you it's like it's missing that that thing you know we're missing the spicy latina yeah, I was gonna say you're missing the that obnoxious Boricua bitch. Like we're missing the spice. <laughs> Only thing your nails are not done this time around, which is weird. I know I am on a nail break right now. I feel like like so weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. Why, are, no why are we so in sync on this, Elion? Because look, yeah, like I'm I on one. To, I'm on one too. Yeah, I needed a <laughs> nail break, and so I'm. I'm, you know, detoxing on the nails for a bit. I have gotten into the the press-on game lately. And let me tell you something. It is not like when I was in high school, okay? <laughs> they are, like, legit. So, yeah. I'll be well, I, just, I just ordered a whole bunch more. Yeah. I didn't get mine. Well, my nails kind of, like, chipped from my job, you know, when we was, like, still, like, unpacking because my job we unpacking my nails got up and so I I just get my regular nails done so I'm just like it is gonna be cold why well, I always want to get my nails it's always a goddamn cold I know you gotta <laughs> wear gloves anyway mm-hmm. your nails it's, it's like, like it's like what it's like painting your nails in the winter time you're not wearing open-toed shoes so why are you painting your nails <laughs> 
I mean, I do it. I still do it. Yeah, it makes no sense, but I still do it. <laughs> no, my feet got to be done because then my nail tech will be, you know how they, the Vietnamese people, they be like talking shit about your, your feet and your nails. <laughs> this girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh man, I miss you guys. <laughs> Speaking of missing, normally this person will, you know, do the burning questions. But for that, Sarah, what's the drink of the week? Because you know, you always combinate each other. Is, is it nothing like combining all these dark liquors together, right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually, it's an actually, it's a pretty simple drink. Even though I'm not having it tonight, we're all having wine right now. Um, I didn't have time to go to the liquor store to grab what I needed for this, namely vodka. <clears throat> but our drink this week is called an apple bath. And it is two parts of vodka. Um, I actually got this. I was having a hard time thinking of anything. So I just pulled it out of my little recipe box. It's a little Smirnoff uh, cocktail menu thing that I got with one of my purchases. So Smirnoff um, or whatever vodka you have on hand. But it's two parts vodka, two parts apple juice, and you top it off with ginger ale. Ooh. Oh, that's nice and simple. That actually yeah. sounds refreshing. So, and that's an apple jack. I have had it before, and I am going to have it again before this episode airs. So, <laughs> it is a good drink. I'm just not drinking it right now. Oh, okay. I love it. Mm. Well, on that note, we got burning questions. So, I know I asked about, you know, a vulgar question, but Eliana's back. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, she asked us all a question, right? Per the recording. So, I'm going to repeat this again. Because I had something else in mind, but because we're going to be on this topic because it's cuffing season and, oh. you know, and people, you know, Valentine's Day is two weeks from today. No, two weeks from yesterday, but it's 14 days away or 13 days away. Excuse me. I lost count. And so besides losing your virginity, when is the first time you ever had an orgasm? And I'm going to start with the Latina that just came back um okay so I have to be completely honest my first orgasm was definitely by myself with myself with myself because you know what at the end of the day don't nobody know how to touch you the way you want to be touched except for you <laughs> the first time I had sex it was really uncomfortable it did not feel good um he was very big <laughs> down there <laughs> And it hurt like a mouth. So I didn't like it. It took a few tries and then me like figuring it out down there for me to be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Ellie, Elian's first time was with Moby Dick, apparently. <laughs> ah, what about yours? Okay. I asked you this before, but y'all skirted the question. I never skirted the questions. I don't know what you're talking about. The mom did. The no. mom did. I did not. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't remember the first time that I actually had an orgasm with someone else. Again, first time was by myself. <laughs> and it was, it's so funny. I do remember this though. The first, <clears throat> to make sure my daughter's not around and not listening. The first time I squirted wasn't until my mid twenties by myself with the rabbit. 
Ayo. And I had no idea. I had no idea what the fuck had just happened to me. You said, huh? It's just like, I'm like, seriously, I was like, did I just pee myself? Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple. I had one with the guy I lost my virginity to. He was like, how so? I was like, because he was like, you're ready. I think you're ready. That was the first time. And that was about 15 years ago. The second time was with a guy I've been messing with like on and off for like a decade. You know, he almost made me wet the whole sheets. Good God, I love it. Yeah. That's what happens when you mess with men that's half Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean. That's what happens. Because black men overall, no matter what the that store, they're packing. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> and I never had bad sexual partners. I had one that was that didn't know how to eat down there. And another one was just like, he was just too excited. He didn't know how to feel and touch. Oh. I had. Why do I have images of a little Jack Russell Terrier now? <laughs> um, and one that was just too sweaty. But other than that, it was just like, you know, it was, it was, it was great it's, because it all, it's all about you liking the person too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to, your orgasm has to come from you liking. The well, person. I guess that's why I like busted so hard with myself. Cause I fucking love myself. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love myself. <laughs> and recently about how many months ago, about months ago, almost the, the, the guy that I, one of the guys I had messed with. Um, I had sex with him and because he's Haitian of course you know like my quote unquote my cousin said international men I was like well he's born in America so shut the fuck up and so like he because his body looks so good and he's so handsome and we just had a connection so when we had sex it was great he was like yo you tight down here because it's been like two years and nine months it was good okay can we just lift our glass whatever you all are drinking out there everyone can you just clink 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 yes and and on that note we're gonna just go on ahead we just took a sip we going into our shot and chaser i'm so happy to be back i'm so excited For those of you who don't know what the Shot and Chaser is, each of the co-hosts will present a topic cold. We do not know what each other is talking about, and our reaction uh, will be the chaser. So the shot is the topic, the chaser is the reaction. Um, Shante, you're up first. What do you want to talk about this week? Well, you know, with all the national shit going on with the Tyree Nichols um situation you know the way he was beaten to death by five police officers most of color and it was one white guy it was just heartbreaking it was sad he was only 29 years old he was he was an inspiring um photographer and also he liked to skateboard in his leisure time and he was a dad and so his son is going to grow up without a father or his baby i didn't know what the sex of the baby is going to grow up without a father and his parents are distraught 
the vice president actually went to his funeral today. I didn't get the chance to see it, but I will see it later because at the mom's request, he's, she went to the funeral in Memphis. Also, there's other attorneys, everything fighting, you know, you know, trying to, well, suing the police department as they should. EMT mm -hmm. workers also got fired because they didn't respond right away and didn't do what they're supposed to do. It's just amazing to me with all of this going on, we could have had the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act passed. Mm -hmm. And because of one particular senator, junior senator from my mother's home state of South Carolina, Timothy Eugene Scott, the lone Black Republican, decided to um, do their, his master's bidding, build, um, bidding and not trying to eliminate, what is it, qualified immunity, trying to like, he, he was trying to eliminate it, I, I, I think, because Republicans didn't want it. And so now, because um, the Republicans wasn't for it. So, so now it's just like, all of a sudden, this shit happens. And I'm thinking, Timothy Eugene Scott is the reason why this shit wasn't passed. So this shit was passed, none of this shit would not even happen. But then you got freaking black conservatives and people that are not for the democratic agenda saying that the george floyd just a police act did not have no teeth and then that i was just like well what the african-american what the black caucus along then senator who's now vice president and who's the architect of the bill which is karen bass when they drafted this bill and passed this bill in the house it was to ban no knock warrants no chokeholds Something with qualified immunity. See, I'm like trying to, I'm getting it because I'm getting mad about this because I just felt like this should have been passed. We wouldn't have this fucking problem. But because of Timothy Eugene Scott, I'm saying his whole name, if you out there, if you his constituent, you need to go up to his motherfucking office, wherever his office is, I don't know if it's in Sumter or Columbia or Charleston, wherever the fuck he's at, or Orangeburg. Yes, I'm listing all the counties in South Carolina because that's like, that's my mom's hometown, home state of South Carolina, and all them stupid motherfuckers that keep voting for this man, you know, he's not doing shit for you. You need to tell him, like, you're the reason that you uphold this bill. And now this bill is still stolen in the Senate. He can do fucking something and just pass the fucking bill. You don't have to make negotiations. Just pass the fucking bill. You always want to say you black and want to use your blackness saying the president, um, that's about if you you not black if you don't vote for me but guess what you ain't black and you ain't for us and by us because you up you fucking stole this fucking bill that's what the fuck you did so thank you timothy eugene scott and all you fucking republicans that voted against this bill all of them including liz cheney and adam kissinger they all voted against that shit y'all want to chime in I I I agree. Mm -hmm. I I think about the fact that our now vice president, like you said, also championed that bill. Um, some people kind of scoffed at her for the audacity of speaking about that, mm -hmm. uh, and yet here we are, another. Another public lynching, because let's let's call it what it is. Tyree Nichols was lynched 
in front of the fucking world because now with cameras we can all see it less than 100 feet from his home screaming for his mom because she was literally within hearing distance like that shit fucks my head up yeah i mean it's i i can i can empathize as a mother but there is no way i'm ever going to know or understand the terror that black people live with every day when they when they have to interact with police officers and i just as a mother i am so full of rage on her behalf that's her baby and the fact that the fact that five black officers did this to him people are acting like oh it can't be racism because it was five black cops and that is such bullshit because it is a police mentality and that whole fucking police mentality is built on white supremacy whether you are you know if you are a cop if you're a black cop a white cop an asian cop and hispanic cop that is part of cop culture it is built on white supremacy and it's just it is stealing too many black and brown bodies people from their families and from this world and it 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 has to stop and these it breaks my fucking heart it it, it makes me fucking angry and rageful and it breaks my fucking heart all I know is I don't fuck with the Republican Party. I'm going to say it. And I don't give a fuck when nobody said I don't fuck with them. I don't respect them. Even the good ones. I don't respect them like that. Because first of all, y'all not speaking about the George Floyd Justice and Police Act because it could have done something. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, I give my time. Mm. Mm. Sorry to upset the move, but I had to talk oh, about no, it. No, I oh, no, to- no. No, we need to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so it- we need to sit with that. It has to be said. Like, yeah, it's happening, right? Sarah, what do you what do you what do you have for us this week? Well, it's mine is also shit-tastic along the lines of education and Ron DeSantis um, with New College. New College is the third highest ranking public university in the country. It is a liberal arts college. It boasts high profile and whip smart alumni. And what DeSantis has done as part of his whole anti-education fascist bullshit moves, he added, I think, four people to the board at New College. And in turn, they turned around and ousted the president of New College. And New College, one of their boasts is inclusivity. One of their big things is, you know, allowing students to have their own gender identity and putting it out there, saying who they are without repercussions, without judgment. You know, it's it's another attempt at him by him to marginalize the already marginalized. And it's quite frankly, 
it's a Nazi move. Let's call it what the fuck it is. Ron DeSantis is a fucking Nazi. It's, he's doing the same playbook. I mean, I can't, you know, I mean, and Hitler took it from us. So it's coming full circle back to the United States doing what they did, you know, but the way that he's tacking education, you know, now it's, now it's coming to universities. It's not just high schools and, you know, banning African-American studies from AP courses, which are electives. Students choose to take that. It's not being forced on them you know, with all the books that he's pulling out of libraries, everything else. I mean, the guy does not want an educated populace. As a teacher, you already know, I am disgusted. I am enraged. I, you know who I'm, I'm the most upset at though, like Fucking DeSantis, right? He is his own type of monster. But who I'm really upset with in this moment right now are the fucking people who voted for him. I am really mad at those motherfuckers. Um, I know that there are Democrats in Florida. I know that because I know that I know some of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know that Florida isn't completely a red state. There's definitely pockets of Florida that are not virulently fascist like that. There are enough that this fucker got elected. Mm -hmm. And so that's who I need to call to task for all of this shit are the people who voted for him. And you know what? Who else? The people who would have voted against him, but decided not to fucking get up off their ass to go. Those are the people ultimately responsible for this shit because you empowered this man to be in office by voting for him or by not voting against him. Mm -hmm. I lay that right at the feet of those people. You guys did this. You fucking let this happen. Yep. And you keep letting this happen. You're going to turn around. And one of these days, they're going to fucking come for you too. Mm-hmm. And what? You're absolutely right. I mean, Ellie answered the best. Those who decided to stay home and listen to Uncle Doodoo, Uncle Luke, in his little spaces. Yes. He looked like he wear the pens. He blocked me on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I give up. And also half of those former New Yorkers that moved to Florida and decided to go full fucking MAGA. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't give a fuck about half of y'all and half of those black people that voted for him and half of them are supporting him. Cough, cough. Moms of Liberties. Cough. <clears throat> Ryan and Dennis, they house niggas. Excuse my French. White women. White women. <clears throat> the... the Oh, don't get me started. They a whole segment. But just to like, you know, just y'all voted for him and then he wants to ban African-American studies. Don't be mad because history is what it is. Your people, the colonizers, mm-hmm. the dirty colonizers that never knew how to wash their ass because Black people taught them how to wash their ass. Yes, that's in the history books. The Moors taught white people how to wash their ass because, you know, white people have a, have, have a tendency to like wipe their hands on their pants and, and shit like that. 
they don't know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. One did it on the job. You know, like, how dare you ban courses that will help not just Black kids, but all kids of different um, cultural backgrounds mm-hmm. to understand history, to understand history, because the African diaspora is so steep. It's not just, you know, America. And it's not just the West Indies. It's also South America. You mm-hmm. know, colonization happened all over. But, you know, Ron DeSantis will be the death of his own self. That's all I'm saying. And the people of Florida, like, I, I agree with Elian. I blame it as those people, the feet of those people. 100%. What do you have, Elian? Well, I think we have a theme going on <laughs> this episode because I, I actually wanted to talk about Ron DeSantis, but specifically this uh, week, not, not this week, today. Today, February 1st, the fucking first day of Black History Month, the college board caved to fucking Ron DeSantis and removed controversial topics from their AP African American Studies curriculum. And I am disgusted. As an educator, I I cannot fathom caving into fascism and changing your curriculum because of it. It boggles my mind. So... (laughs) These are some of the topics that they are no longer allowed to teach in advanced placement African-American studies, okay? Black Lives Matter, slavery reparations, queer theory, among others. So When Ron DeSantis, basically Ron DeSantis said, if this curriculum has these topics in it, I will ban this class in Florida. Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, And at first the college board was like, no, you can't like set policy. The college board is a national review board for colleges across the United States. And today they released that decision that yes, they indeed are gonna take those subjects out of the fucking curriculum Mm -hmm. so that Ron DeSantis won't ban that class in Florida. Why are they, they're taking the heart. Right, and so what I wanted that class, right? Because if, if you all have been listening to the show, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm a teacher. And I want to share something with you that I read with my class literally yesterday, okay? I teach fifth grade in a public school in New York City. So I was reading them in class. We are reading a book called Heart and Soul, the story of, um, sorry, I want to make sure I get the, the story of America and African-Americans. Okay, and this is a children's book. And we were at the chapter called Reconstruction. 
So you know all types of crazy shit is about to get mm -hmm. um, told. So I'm going to read you a line that we read in class. So it said, uh, new groups of mean whites formed like the Ku Klux Klan who threatened us all year long. To stop Black folks from voting, Klansmen marched in front of their homes wearing white sheets over their heads, shooting out the windows and burning homes to the ground, or worse, dragging Black folks out of their homes to lynch them. The law didn't do a thing to stop it. Shoot, some of the men wearing the sheets were lawmen. And my little students, my 10, 11-year-olds, I mean, their little brains exploded from just that knowledge, right? And the discussion that came from it was unbelievable. I mean, we talked about how are things really different now? Do lynchings still happen? And I was like, yes, absolutely they do. And one kid said, yeah, look at George Floyd. I go, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, mind you, this is a fifth grader, a 10-year-old. and as upsetting as this topic is, they were really like, they were appreciative of the knowledge of just the bluntness of the information of, you know, and I said to them, like, look around you, like this thing happens still today to this day. I said, you have to remember that the police, police precincts, as we know them today, started off as slave patrols. And so you have to think of the mentality that is systemic in that organization. Mm -hmm. And that will explain to you a lot of the things that are happening right now. And it was an amazing discussion with these little babies. And then I said to them, you know, if I, if we were in Florida right now, I would have probably been fired and possibly arrested for, for having this discussion with you, for reading this book with you. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't wrap their heads around it and so you know it just it blew my mind because these are children and they get it mm -hmm. like why can't we fucking get it you know what from a child I am a daughter of a mother who was raised in the Jim Crow South and so when my mother talks about reconstruction she talks about how black people were you know coming to like you know find like you know their niche and you know have businesses and taught in schools and everything and white people didn't seem to like that because if you think about it black people down south used to vote republican because republicans used to be for the people mm -hmm. oh yeah you know this is your teacher and so right when the Ku Klux Klan was formed they didn't like the fact that oh you are uppity and I'm going to use this term you up, you're uppity nigger huh so I'm going to show you how we can take you out because you won't ever have power over us. So how's that a Ku Klux Klan form? And they've been around in, a, in more than probably 50, no, over 80, 90 years. Yeah. It was from 1870 yeah. something. Yeah. All the way to the 1960s, 1970s. Because my mother never drunk from the color fountain because my mom said they used to spit in there. So my grandfather used to make my mother drink water at home. My mother, my mother's siblings. So yeah, Sarah, it was real. 
And so the simple fact is these kids, your little 10, 11 year olds in your class, your babies, get it and understand it. Sarah, your daughter, who's almost nine years old, get it and understand it. The problem is with majority, not all, but the majority of white people. When I say majority, folks, I mean 50% to 70% don't want to talk about the uncomfortable mm-hmm. because they know what the fuck their ancestors fucking did. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about their parents. I'm talking about grandparents and great-grandparents or what the fuck they contribute to. And not just only down south. Up here, up north, the Republicans up north was a big contrast to the Republicans down south because they were a fucking mess up here. And so the simple fact is Ron DeSantis want to get rid of the uncomfortable and the queer thing as a person that's not a part of the LGBTQ community plus LGBTQ plus, I I say plus because there's other groups within the community. That movement was started by a black woman. And I like how his, he don't talk about how his people was the one that hijacked that shit. So there you have it. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis don't want to talk about the uncomfortable because Black African-American history is not just about slavery. It's about Black people having ownership, Black people being in partnership with the Europeans before we mm-hmm. started being the other and coming here involuntarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's well, like I, I saw somebody, I can't remember who it was, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was a really good point. Like their whole... The the whole thing that DeSantis is doing and that white people in general are trying to do across this country by erasing African-American history or Black history is their grandparents were the ones spitting and shouting at students. And now we're trying to erase what our grandparents did. Yeah, I... I mean, just like I said, as an educator, I look at these kids' faces. I look in their eyes and they want to know the truth. And these kids are a lot stronger than you think. Mm -hmm. If you hide the truth from children, you actually make them less able to withstand struggles in life. They need to know the dirty truth. It's just, they do, they do, they do. And so on that note, fuck you, Ron DeSantis. And um, let's get to bitch ass and bad ass. And we're going to continue the theme, I have a feeling. So every week we pick, the three of us pick, we each nominate the worst of the worst of the week and the best of the best of the week. And we leave it up to you, our listeners, to decide who the winner is for that week. Uh, Last week, our nominees for Badass of the Week were Prince Harry for his book, Spare, and Spilling All the Tea, Uh, Jacinda Ardern, the former Prime Minister of New Zealand, for being a complete badass and just saying, you know what, to hell with y'all, I'm done. I do not have to take this bullshit and for everything that she accomplished, as her time in her time as prime minister and Angela Bassett for receiving a Golden Globe nomination and win for the first time since what's love got to do with it far overdue for Wakanda forever 
Oh, and not only that, Sarah, but she was the first person, the first woman to win a Best Actress Award or Supporting Actress Award for a quote unquote like comic yes. movie. Like, yes, nobody from a movie like that has ever won it. So kudos to her. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. She is it. a queen. She is a queen. Everything that she does is gold, and we have nothing ever negative to say about Ms. Bassett ever, ever. She's amazing. So our winner with 36% of the vote, you can see it was it was tight between our nominees. It was. So our winner with 36% of the vote is Jacinda Ardern. So kudos to her for that. And our bitch ass of the week, our nominees last week were the royal family because come on. I don't even think it all needs to be stated. We're honorary bitch asses. Yeah, be, because fuck, fuck them. them. That's fine. Fuck them every day. <laughs> Uh, Ron DeSantis, because he is a bitch ass every day, every day, um, and Nancy Mace. And our winner with 70% was Ron DeSantis. Surprise. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Guys, can I just say that both of my nominees won? <laughs> well, mine came in third place, probably, because Nancy Mace is a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, my God. So this Ooh. week, our nominees are Shantae, who do you have nominated for Bitch Ass this week? Timothy Eugene Scott of South Carolina. <laughs> yes, that is the correct answer. <laughs> yes, that is the correct answer. Eliana, how about you? I have the college board. Mm. The audacity to cave to a freaking little fascist little peen ass prick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um mine is the subcommittee um the house oversight and accountability committee they've disbanded the subcommittee on civil rights and civil liberties which focused on issues including voting rights freedom of assembly and criminal justice reforms so yeah, that's my nominee. And everything, everything that's going on right now, and they want to do that shit. Yeah. So, and then our nominees for badass of the week, Miss Shante. Well, since my choice was chosen, because you know she got nominated for the Academy Award, I believe. So my um nominee for the week, which it was between my AG or Maxine Waters. And it's going to be Maxine Waters. Because why? Because she's just a badass that actually reclaims her time. Not somebody that tried to t- reclaim her time. You know, mm. not somebody that tried to take that shit from her. So give it up for the almost 83-year-old who is still kicking Maxine Waters. Yes, ma'am. Auntie Maxine. Yes. Has that. Yes, 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 yes. How about you, Miss Eliane? My badass of the week is another queen. Queen Beyonce, who dropped the dates of her upcoming tour. And and now I have to figure out how to, like, sell a left butt cheese. (laughs) (laughs) How much are those tickets? I don't know what the fuck I'm going to have to do, but I am going. Okay. Now, I think oh. I think I think when they first went on sale, they were going at like twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, 
Some people are like, I'm going to have to go overseas and get tickets because they cap their prices overseas. They don't cap the prices here. Fucking A. Listen, I don't know what I am going to have to do, but I'm going to see Beyonce in concert. I don't give a fuck. Mm. I need, I am craving those Renaissance visuals. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, see my nominee, I'm going against the grain and I'm, I'm nominating a man. Um, but I am, I am nominating Christopher is, I don't know if it's Bowsy or Boozy for his launch of Spoutable today. Oh yes. Go Boozy. Yes. We've been getting all the cameras shut down. I love it. (laughs) Love it. I, I love the fact that there is now a, a viable platform to take on or compete against Twitter and it is black owned. I am all for it. It's it's a little slow right now, folks, but be patient. It's going to take a little time to work out the bugs and get enough servers up. It'll get there. So yeah, that's my nominee right there. So again, we have for bitch ass of the week, we have the college board, Timothy Eugene Scott, (laughs) Is that his middle name, Eugene, you said? Yes, that's his name. Okay. That's his full name. Yes, ma'am. And the Oversight and Accountability Committee with the, the Subcommittee of Civil Rights. <clears throat> For Badass of the Week, we have Ms. Maxine Waters, Beyonce, Queen Beyonce, and Mr. Christopher Boozy. So we will have polls up as soon as the episode airs for y'all to put in your vote. Tell us who you think should win. And on that note, thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Unapologetically She. If you want more content, please subscribe to our Patreon. It's only like $4.99 a month. So please do that. And also you can catch us on our socials um, at the Joyful She, at the Joy, excuse me, at the, at the Joyful She. Yes. That's P-H-E-E. Exactly. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And subscribe to our Facebook page. But until then, folks, be blessed, highly favored, enjoy the rest of your week. Toodles. And, and also, rest in peace, Heathcliff and Reptar. Cheers to you. Cheers to that. Cheers to Reptar and Heathcliff. See you guys next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Sarah. I'm Shante. I'm Eliane. You can find us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. And it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events. Please support us on Patreon at the Joyful She. We'll see you online.